Kevin Markwick.
Sly and the Family Stone. Uh, originally from 1969, uh, but used uh, Paul Thomas Anderson used it in uh, Inherent Vice, his uh, adaptation of the Thomas uh, Pinkin novel. Pinkin, Pinkin, Kinkin. Let's call the whole thing off. Critics absolutely loved it. I hated it. All my friends tell me, what's the matter with you? I don't, I don't know. It's one of those films makes me feel a bit thick because I just don't get it. It happens from time to time. Uh, same happened with Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. Didn't understand a word of it. Okay, here we go. Oh, oh. oh that was proper DJ styley, wasn't it? Kevin Markwick here again, sitting in. Thanks, Adrian, for the previous three hours now. Count them one, two, three. Of soul grooviness. And because I'm here this week and next week, it's going to be an all film four hours. I'm going to look back at the best ish film music of the last uh, 12 months. I know you're probably up to your what's it's in 2015 lists, but it was the best I could come up with. So we're going to go January through to June. Had to use my fingers there. You also forgive me if I sound a bit weird. I've got cold sores, cold sores the size of Wiltshire on my upper and lower lip. So no snogging tonight, I'm afraid. Purely unhealthy. So we've got music from uh, Theory of Everything, uh, Into the Woods, Ex Machina, Foxcatcher, Duke of Burgundy, um, Thingy. It follows uh, Sean the Sheep, even. And some stuff from Woman in Gold, Tomorrowland, Far From the Madding Crowd. In fact, way too much to get in. I've, I've kind of... I'm, I'm, I'm sceptical I'm going to fit every last track in. But we'll give it a go. Here we are. The first one is actually from uh, Whiplash.
From Whiplash, uh, by that's the music by Justin Hurwitz, uh, called Overture, actually. Uh, Damien Chazelle directed it, with Miles Teller as the wannabe drummer. And, of course, the standout performance was uh, J.K. Simmons as the kind of evil music teacher uh, who went on to win the Best Supporting Actor Oscar. I notice I'm already horribly behind because I uh, misallowed the Sly and the Family Stone track by about two and a half minutes. So we're going to move swiftly on. If you're looking for insightful criticism, uh, you've come to the wrong place. I just don't get it. I'm not sure that counts. And actually, I did understand Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. It's fine. It's just like, you know, a joke. Um, so we're going to move on. It's a bit January heavy, actually, the first part of the show. January, because all the best films come out in the first half of the year, because they're awards baiting. They want you to vote, please vote for me at the BAFTAs or the uh, Oscars or whatever. Uh, the Theory of Everything, which was a massive, massive hit for us uh, in Uckfield. Uh, Man on Wire director James Marsh, uh, five Oscar nominations, uh, but only... Um, only garnered the one, Eddie Redmayne, for his performance as Stephen Hawking. Uh, certainly, I think it came in as number three on our films of the year. I don't know, uh, something like that, three or four. Uh, and it had a perfectly pleasant score by uh, Johan Johansson, who more of next week, actually, because I'm probably going to have to cut this wee bit short.
Johan Johansson's rather pleasant score from The Theory of Everything. Uh, I think he got an Oscar nom for it, but uh, failed to win. Not that that's important, it's the taking part. Anyway, commerce dictates uh, that I need to cut Johan off and go to one of these. Now is the time, the time for ice cream. Ice cream time! It's ice cream time with lion's mane. Ice cream time with lion's mane. Kevin Markwick. What did I clearly say? Children must listen. No, please. What were you not to do? Children must see no. and learn. Why could you not obey? Children should listen. What have I been to you? What would you have me be? Handsome like a prince. <sighs> but I am old. I am ugly. I embarrass you. No, you are ashamed of me. No, you are ashamed. You don't understand. I'm no longer a child. I wish to see the world. Don't you know what's out there in the world? Someone has to shield you from the world. Stay with me. Yes, but wolves and humans too Stay at home I am home Who out there Could love you more than I What out there That I cannot supply gave you protection and yet you disobeyed me no your prince will never lay eyes on you again he will never lay eyes on anything again what did you do to him it doesn't matter because where you're going no one will ever see you again Oh, Meryl, giving you everything. Uh, Into the Woods, that was from. Uh, we're still in January, actually. Uh, the adaptation of Stephen Sondheim's Dark 
musical which has all the different fairy tales kind of intermingled in 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 one sort of devilish story uh directed by rob marshall who had uh wowed everyone with his filmed version of chicago and then frankly let the side down with his musical film nine uh big cast yeah meryl there emily blunt anna kendrick and all of that sort of thing i thought it worked very well disney took some of the edges off it but uh as a film adaptation i thought it was rather good now uh one of the big critical successes of the year was the british sci-fi ex machina uh, written and directed by Alex Garland, Garland, he of the beach, and 28 Days Later, uh, Donald Gleeson, Donald, Donald, <laughs> I don't know, Donald Gleeson, uh, is the programmer invited by his eccentric box boss, Oscar Isaac, to uh, test, frankly, disturbingly sexy Alicia Vikander, um, who's an android, testing her ability to pass the Turing test, uh, which kind of um, is to see whether they can kind of learn by themselves and make decisions for themselves as a human would do. Uh, unsettling and engaging. Uh, the ending left me a little cold, but uh, I think I was in a bit in the minority there, as usual. Uh, and this is part of the score by ex-Porter's Head member Jeff Barrow and Ben Salisbury. Uh, it's a cue called Skin. Thank you. 
that's rather good, I think. Uh, Skin from uh, Ex Machina, Alex Garland's film uh, with music by Jeff Barrow. Uh, I said Export His Head, but uh, I don't think he is Export His Head because Port His Head is still going. And Ben Salisbury. Uh, good stuff. Now, uh, talking of creepily effective Foxcatcher, I think we're in January, in February yet? Let's have a look. Uh, nope, still in January. Blimey. Uh, Foxcatcher. <laughs> Also, creepily effective, uh, the telling of the tragic to true story of billionaire John DuPont and his involvement with the Olympic wrestling champion Mark Schultz and his brother, uh, Steve Carell and Channing Tatum and the great Mark Ruffalo, he just gets better and better, um, were in it. Rob Simonson wrote the music and here's a, a really, I think, really effective cue called um, Home Movies. track called home movies from fox catcher score the fox catcher the fox catcher score the film is called fox catcher but it's the fox catcher score uh rob simonson simonson you decide um uh rather good now let me think what do we got to do an ad break and when we come back we got a bit of duke and burger duke of burgundy but please if you're out there having a listen please do uh get in touch we're on uh twitter at kevin markwick you can hit me up on the Facebook page, the, the Kevin Markwick Show, the increasingly decrepit <laughs> Facebook page. Uh, I think you can even email the studio, uh, studio at uckfieldfm.co.uk. It would be good to hear what were your films of the year? What was your favourite film? Uh, what films didn't you like? Anyway, get in touch. You can also go to the website um, and interact on the, uh, there's a kind of a interacty text thing. Well, you can also look at the back of my head as well. Oh, actually, I don't think the web, I don't think the webcam's working. No, because I've got way more hair than the person in that picture. Okay, so uh, let's have an ad break and uh, some more groovy... I think we're into February when we come back. At last! News! 
Kevin Markwick, 105, Uckfield FM. Wonderful stuff. One of my films of the year, The Duke of Burgundy. Uh, Peter Strickland's wonderfully atmospheric, erotic drama that exists in a kind of dreamy world from a 1970s Silver Croon advert with its own rules and no men whatsoever. It's pure cinema in that it takes uh, takes us to another world but remains utterly plausible and affecting. Uh, the music there by Cat's Eyes is equally transportative. Is that a word? Transportative? I don't care, frankly. Uh, big box office bucks now and the second best Marigold Hotel delivered the same agreeable result as the first, along with a nice comforting score by Thomas Newman.
Part of Thomas Newman's score for the second best exotic Marigold Hotel, uh, which came in uh, in my cinema this year as the number three biggest film of the year. I think nationally it was probably about 30 or something, but that's how I feel for you folks. Um, now, the big horror hit of the year was It Follows, uh, David Robert Mitchell's supernatural horror um it's either a thinly disguised STD analogy or a simple death is inevitable analogy, whether you like it or not story. Um, either way, it was certainly effective. Uh, the story of a girl chased by an entity that stalks and kills its victims unless they pass on the curse through sexual intercourse. Very John Carpenter, even down to the score by Disaster Piece.
disaster piece the music from um it follows very john carpentry don't you think uh good stuff though great film uh, kind of genuinely creepy in places i wasn't entirely sure what the rules were but again apparently that makes me a curmudgeon you just got to kind of accept that it's a creepy thing that's following you but sometimes you can go through doors sometimes you, can, you know these things are important now, uh, in a year thin on really great comedy, um, Shaun the Sheep by Ardman was definitely one of the highlights and proof that actually silent comedy is not dead because it was actual genius in, the, in that regard, that not an actual word was spoken throughout the whole film. And of course, Ardman's trademark, wonderful animation. Um, and here's something I, I thought I would never say on my show is Rizzle Kicks. <laughs> And um, Vic Reeves, Sean the Sheep. Hey, yo, Sean, you ready to kick it with us, man? That's what I thought. Let's take this up another level. Oh, yeah. You ready? All right, let's go. Rizzle kicks, yeah? Yo, what you know about Sean the Sheep? Peeps hang on the words he bleats like, yo, best that you heard, best in the herd. Count on him, but don't fall asleep. What you know about living in barns? Sean be the joker, spinning that yarn. Got them lyrics, kicking them bars. If you're with it, try. Oh, Sean the sheep. He's Sean the sheep. He even mugs about with those who cannot bleat. Keep it in mind. He's one of a kind. Oh, life's a treat. But Sean the sheep. He's Sean the sheep. He's Sean the sheep. He doesn't miss a trick or ever lose a beat. Perhaps one day you'll find a way to come and meet with Sean the Sheep. Oh, yeah. Oozing with character, his bar is hard to beat. Whoa. From England to Africa, you can't not love the sheep. Whoa. Round the world, who travel far, gee, he makes me proud. Whoa. King amongst the herd, oh, they should give him a crown. Who's that? He's Sean the Sheep. He's Sean the Sheep. He's not afraid to make the intellectual leap. Oxford Uni, Rainton Guile. Oh, yeah? When a wink and a smile. You can't compete with Sean the Sheep. Oh, no way. La, 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 la. La, 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 la. on the sheep he even mucks about with those who cannot bleed keep it in mind he's one of a kind oh life's a treat with Sean the sheep he's on the sheep he's on the sheep he's on the sheep he's on the sheep he doesn't miss a trick or ever lose a beat but why one day one day you'll find a way to come and meet with Sean the sheep Oh, come on, please, we the sheep. Yay! 
Rizzle Kicks and uh, Vic Reeves, Shaun the Sheep from the film of the same name, Ardman's wonderful, wonderful silent comedy with its usual spectacular attention to detail. Just looking, just, just looking around the frame makes you smile. And like all their films, uh, reminds you of the joy of life, really. Uh, the, the, the scene where all the sheep are uh, in, in the restaurant trying to order food is, is one of the funniest things this year. So if you haven't seen it, uh, then I suggest you go and have a look. Uh, what's next? Oh, we're going to do some Oscar stuff, actually, because that's like January and February taken care of. Is there anything we didn't mention? Birdman, of course. Uh, Enemy. Oh, that was interesting. Jack Villeneuve's film. Uh, American Sniper, Testament of Youth, Wild. Um, in February, The Interview. Oh, dear. Jupiter Ascending. Oh, even more dear. Uh, Fifty Shades of Grey, which was an enormous hit. I didn't get that one either. Love is Strange, that was a nice film. Uh, Black Hat was appalling. Uh, Michael Mann's just ugh, silly film. And uh, so that's kind of January and February. We've covered that. So I guess it's a bit of a race through the, the, the rest of the time we've got. But actually, there's usually a great big hole in the middle of the year when nobody releases any decent films. So uh, Oscar time and Best Actress went to Julianne Moore for her moving performance in the Alzheimer's drama Still Alice. Uh, in truth, she was actually better than the film, which was a tad ordinary. Um, and the score was uh, by British composer Ilan... <laughs> they keep coming up with these names to trip me up. Ilan Eshkari. Uh, and this is a track called Speech. Thank you. 
speech from Still Alice uh, by uh, Ilan Eshkari, who actually um, also wrote the incidental music for Shaun the Sheep. So, uh, you know, there's a bit of symmetry going on there, but that's, that was rather nice, I thought. Uh, we have to have a break uh, now, and when we come back, there'll be more Oscar stuff from um, the other hotel, <laughs> the Budapest one, and from Selma, and music from Blind. Uh, and also uh, Women in Gold and all sorts of other stuff. So do stay tuned. Kiora makes orange flamenco. Lemon and lime cascade. Orange, lemon and lime from Kiora for a cool one of six. Kevin Markwick. 105 Uckfield FM. So you're listening to Uckfield FM, as we've just said. It's Kevin Mark Quick here uh, until 11 o'clock tonight. I'm just having a run through. I've got two shows uh, this week and next week, and we are going to trawl through the best film music. I'm trying to do it in some kind of order of 2015, that is. And where are we up to now? Well, we're kind of Oscar time, which is March. So sometimes this is actually a track from the previous year. Uh, best score went to uh, Alexander de Pla for his bouncy Budapest hotel score. Uh, Wes Anderson's glorious sort of uh, wedding cake of a film. Um, and we've liked we like this one on this show. This is the actually the, the uh, end credit music, which is wonderful.
marvellous. Like all good film scores, it makes you, uh, when you hear it, it makes you immediately want to see the film again. Uh, Alexander de Platt's score for Budapest Hotel, the grand Budapest Hotel, for which he won an Academy Award. The other nominations, actually, are quite interesting. The uh, Alexander de Platt also nominated for The Imitation Game. Hans Zimmer for Interstellar, which actually was a pretty good score. Uh, Gary Yershon, Mr. Turner, which I love that music. I love that film. And uh, our old friend Johan Johansson for The Theory of Everything. Other winners uh, included, uh, let's have a look, Best Picture went to Birdman. We know about Eddie Redmayne already and Julianne Moore. Patricia Arquette, Best Supporting Actress uh, for The Wonderful Boyhood. J.K. Simmons, we've already mentioned for Whiplash. Uh, and Inaritu. Alejandro Gonzalez Inaritu won Best Director for Birdman. Uh, and uh, it was, yeah, I think pretty, it's almost like they're trying to spread them out. What do I know? And of course, we're coming up on the Oscar voting periods. We're going to have some nominations pretty soon. I think the BAFTA nominations are out next week. Um, I should know, being a BAFTA voter. <laughs> There we are. So, uh, best song. We'll go to best song now, which uh, was from uh, Selma. Uh, the story of the Selma civil rights marches in 1965, and this rather good track uh, called "Glory" by um, Common and John Legend. One day, when the glory comes, it will be ours. It will be ours. Oh, one day. When the war is won, we will be sure, we will be sure, oh, glory, 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 oh, glory, glory. Hands to the heavens, no man, no weapon. Formed against, yes, glory is destined. Everyday women and men become legends. Sins that go against our skin become blessings. The movement is a rhythm to us. Freedom is like religion to us. Justice is juxtaposition in us. Justice for all just ain't specific enough. One son died, the spirit is revisiting us. True and living, living in us. Resistance is us. That's why Rosa sat on the bus. That's why we walk through Ferguson with our hands up. When it go down, we woman and man up. They say stay down and we stand up. Shots, we on the ground. The camera panned up. King pointed to the mountaintop and we ran up. One day, when the glory comes, it will be ours. It will be ours. Oh, one day, when the war is won, we will be sure.
every man, woman, and child. Even Jesus got his crown in front of a crowd. They march with the torch, we gon' run with it now. Never look back, we done gone hundreds of miles. From dark roads, heroes, to become a hero. Facing the league of justice, his power was the people. Enemy is lethal, a king became regal. Saw the face of Jim Crow under a bald ego. The biggest weapon. It's to stay peaceful, we sing Our music is the cuts that we bleed through Somewhere in the dream we had an epiphany Now we right the wrongs in history No one can win the war individually It take the wisdom of the elders and young people's energy Welcome to the story we call victory The coming of the Lord, my eyes have seen the glory One day, when the glory comes It will be ours There you go. That's actually uh, John Stevens and Lonnie Lynn, or known as uh, John Legend or Common, and their uh, Oscar-winning song from the film Selma, which uh, I think people thought I was going to do better at the awards than it did. Uh, I think that made it. Was that the only one it picked up? I don't know. I didn't check. Uh, but it was a fine film. Uh, truly professional. What was I going to say? Oh, I remember. I was going to tell you what the other best original songs were. Uh, Everything is Awesome from the Lego movie. Uh, quite the opposite of what we just heard, really. Um, and don't ever listen to it, because if, if you haven't heard it, it will get into your head and never leave. Uh, grateful from Beyond the Lights. Don't nude it, one. And I'm Not Gonna Miss You from uh, Glenn Campbell, I'll Be Me. Nope, none the wiser there. And Lost Stars from Begin Again. Nope. So uh, Glory would definitely have got my vote in that case. Because uh, it's clearly the uh, the most grown-up song there. Now, uh, what else are we going to say? Oh, a short cue now, actually, from one of the overlooked films of the year, uh, of which, of course, there are many. How far, how far have we got? Let's have a look. <sighs> We've done February, March, still as we've done. Chappie, oh dear, that flopped, didn't it? Uh, Mommy, which is um, quite something, actually. I saw that the other night. Very unsettling uh, Canadian, French-Canadian film. Cinderella, same old, same old. Wild Tales, oh, that was great. Argentinian kind of portmanteau film, is that what we call them now? Several short stories, that's definitely worth looking out if you haven't seen. Uh, tremendous fun, that one. The Voices, which was bonkers, uh, about the cat and the dog telling the guy to kill people, and he's got uh, heads in his fridge and all sorts. It's a comedy, of course. And the other one I wanted to point out is this film, Blind. Um, it was a rather good Norwegian film by uh, Eskil Vot about a young married woman who has recently lost her sight. Uh, Ellen Dorrit Pettersson is uh, convincing, and the score by uh, Henk Hofstetter is uh, simple and effective. I'm not making my life easy tonight, am I? 
you know, uh, with all these uh, complicated to pronounce names. It was a film I saw a while ago, but it was released this year in the UK and another one that's definitely worth seeking out if you get a chance. Very, very good. And this is a little short cue called uh, Violine. Yeah, that's rather nice. Uh, I think it's probably violin, actually. In my pronunci- I, I need the BBC pronunciation department tonight. Or do my homework better. I'm not sure where you look it up, though, on the internets. Please tell me how I pronounce all these, because uh, I'm just an idiot, really. I'm just an idiot Englishman. And you know how bad we are at speaking foreign languages. We are utterly blinking useless, which is a damn shame. And we should be uh, ashamed of ourselves. Uh, okay, so I think we're pretty much done there with uh, March. Yes, we are. Motoring on into April, Furious 7, which was a massive hit for um, for everyone. Apart from us, it seemed. No one wanted to see it in Uckfield. Can't imagine why. Uh, While We're Young, which is an infuriating film. Force Majeure, that was great. Um, that came out in April. Uh, Hot Tub Time Machine 2. Yep. Avengers Age of Ultron. Another massive hit for everyone. We did okay with it, but it wasn't uh, mahoosive. And uh, there was a film called Water Diviner, which was uh, directed by and starring Russell Crowe. To be honest, it was a bit rubbish. Uh, is that the end? Of- oh, no, we've got one more film to do in uh, April. Uh, well, actually, I wanted to mention The Falling, which is a rather good British film. And one of my, in my sort of ten, you know, these things are important to us. We're men. Some women, too. Um, top ten lists, you know. Uh, Pigeon Who Sat on a Branch Contemplating Existence. That's one of my favourite films, but I couldn't find any music from it at all. Roy Anderson's surreal masterpiece now uh so the last one we're going to do for april is uh women in gold a rather strange affair true story of maria altman uh, an austrian emigre living in america who fights the austrian government to regain the famous klimt painting uh the woman in gold obviously that was stolen from her family by the nazis Helen Mirren, clearly going through her sort of Laurence olivier style middle european phase accents and all you know, where she does different accents, and sometimes they're French, and sometimes they're German. Um, like in the, what's the food one? God, that was awful. Um, 100 Foot Journey, yes. Anyway, um, 
it kind of worked out fine. Ryan Reynolds looks a bit bemused by the whole thing. It did good business, though. Uh, though. Um, and this is the Maria Altman theme by Martin Phipps and Hans Zimmer. Now, why it took two of them, I don't know. Presumably Zimmer couldn't be asked to write the whole score. Who knows? The Maria Altman theme from the score uh, of Woman in Gold. Which is alright. It was okay. Hans Zimmer and Martin Phipps. There you go. Uh, right, we have to have one of these now. Uh, when we come back, we're it's sort of getting into the big R score stuff uh, for the summer, I suppose. Monday night, Sonnockfield FM with Claire Coleman, your personal travel counsellor. To book your next holiday, call 818 490. That's 818 490. Darling, you know you wanted to get me something special for our anniversary. Yes. Something that I could treasure forever. That's right. I think we should go and see George. Who's George? 
George Moss Jewellers. George Moss Jewellers on Uckfield High Street is the town's independent jeweller with a wide range of diamonds, jewellery and watches pre-owned and new. We're the modern jewellers with traditional standards because when it's something special, it's from George Moss Jewellers. Hello, Daz. What are you doing in this establishment? I love it here in Goodwin Racing. They've done it out beautiful. And the special offers are sound. I'm surprised they let the likes of you in here. <laughs> ah, unbelievable. One team just let me down on my 45-fold. Oh, don't worry. You'll get your money back at Goodwin Racing with their special ACA insurance offer. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Goodwin Racing, one bell walk Uckfield. Possibly the best value betting shop in Sussex. Please bet responsibly, over 18s only. Terms and conditions may apply to offers. Visit goodwinracing.co.uk. Kevin Markwick. Okay, turn your thingy up. Uh, you're listening to Kevin Markwick on Uckfield FM. We're having a trawl through the first half of 2015 and the best and uh, <laughs> some worst as well. Sorry, everyone, of the uh, film music from 2015. Uh, the second part will be next week, so please be sure to tune in at 9 o'clock next week. Uh, so... Um, where do we get to? Oh, big score time now. And one of the flops of the year was Tomorrowland. Uh, Michael Giacchino wrote the score for this rather muddled, but actually oddly entertaining retro sci-fi adventure by uh, Brad Bird, uh, who immensely talented director, but I think he kind of bit off more than he could chew with this one. It was all a bit muddled and strange. And George Clooney actually looked as confused as the rest of us. Thank you. 
Pin, Ultimate Experience, uh, from the Tomorrowland score by Michael Giacchino, a massive flop for Disney. I think there was a film that come on, comes along later in the year to save them, though, so don't worry. Now, uh, the third of my films... No, it's the second of my films of the year. Uh, so where are we at here? Let's have a look. Uh, what month are we in? May. The merry, merry month of May. Uh, far from the madding crowd. Uh, Danish director Thomas Vinterberg's faithful adaptation of the Thomas Hardy novel. Uh, not normally my kind of thing, but uh, the tough, authentic feel and the good cast uh, sort of uh, affected me, actually. Mulligan does her thing that she does. Uh, Kerry Mulligan as well as Bathsheba Everdeen. And if Matthew Schoenart's accent wobbles from time to time, uh, he's great as the strong, silent Gabriel Oak. Michael Sheen is also outstanding. Um, and the beautiful score is by Craig Armstrong.
the main theme from Far From The Madding Crowd by Craig Armstrong, uh, which is actually, uh, actually the third film I've mentioned in my films of the year. Even I can't keep count. Where are we up to? Let's have a look. May, uh, Far From The Madding Crowd, Years, Clouds of Sills, Maria. Mm. Raw Night Out, very good. The Tribe, that was amazing. You should really try and see that. Uh, a Girl Walks Home at Night, Tomorrowland, Man Up. And actually this one, um, a TV adaptation, uh, which I have to uh, confess I rather enjoyed, of Spooks. Spooks, The Greater Good, it was called. Um, we used to do this sort of thing well in the British film industry, you know, films like Sweeney and The Squeeze and Crime Thrillers. I know this wasn't technically crime, it was espionage, but we used to be able to make mainstream um, thrillers. And the last few years, they've been a bit, bit iffy, trance and uh, welcome to the punch. Not very good at all. But uh, I thought this was quite entertaining. It's not going to change your life. But, uh, and neither is the score by Dominic Lewis, but very effective nonetheless. From the Spooks uh, soundtrack, Spooks, the greater good, uh, which of course had Peter Firth reprising his role and Kit Harrington uh, reprising his hair. Uh, now, what's next? Uh, according to my running order, oh, we have to go to a break. Uh, but when we come back, we got a bit of Mad Max, which is uh, just brilliant. A warm welcome to you all. Hope you'll thoroughly enjoy our programme. 
Yes, we most certainly do. Kevin Markwick here. We're in May now and I'll run through uh, the first six months of 2015. Uh, next week we'll do the second six months. Is that good English? I don't know. Uh, which has got lots of groovy stuff in it as well. So here we are. The last film in May, actually, uh, is the fourth of my films of the year. Mad Max Fury Road. Uh, bonkers on every level. Uh, and another slice of pure, pure cinema. No other medium could contain this all-out assault on the senses. Uh, George Miller, who I believe is in his 70s, uh, resurrects this post, his post-apocalyptic anti-hero, this time played by Tom Hardy, uh, who seemed to be channeling a bit of bone. Uh, although um, Max is almost the least of it, to be honest. Uh, Charlie's Theron... Uh, is kind of is a, is is the lead really, and she leads a thunderous chase through the wasteland to find uh, a promised land of which she uh, was torn away from as a child. It's a feast for the eyes and the ears, and the score was equally as bombastic by Junkie XL.
fantastic stuff from Junkie XL or Tom Hulkenborg to give him his uh, given name and his score from Mad Max Fury Road uh, just just brilliant if you didn't see it in the cinema you really missed out uh, you need a big screen and big sound and uh, just sit back and let it pummel you <laughs> Now, uh, what next? Oh, yes, Jurassic World. A massive success. Uh, and another example, really, of uh, Hollywood eating itself. I'm going to read you, actually, from the Wikipedia entry down here, look, uh, which talks about the box office for this film. Uh, Jurassic World grossed $652.3 million in North America. Alone! And $1.017 billion overseas for a worldwide total of $1.669 billion. That's $2 billion. This is the output of a small country. Uh, it cost $150 million to make. They spent a lot of money promoting it. It had the biggest opening weekend in history. Uh, and it became actually generated $500 million in a single weekend. That must have been global, surely, not, not just the US. And actually, this is slightly out of date now because this... Um, these figures are old, really, because obviously it's been overtaken by Star Wars The Force Awakens at the end of the year, which just has kind of blown every record out of the water. Uh, but, you know, this is the only reason really for this film to exist is those kind of numbers, I would suggest. I mean, probably um, the way you view it is utterly dependent on your frame of mind when you sit and watch it, you know, uh, what your disposition is. Mine wasn't particularly favourable, but uh, a lot of the critics quite liked it. You know, you turn your brain off, you go in. But you know what? I just thought it was more of the same, really. Uh, didn't bring anything new to the party. Only, only kind of bigger and more of it. Uh, and uh, including the score, really, by Michael Giacchino, who kind of recycles a lot of uh, John Williams' themes. And this is called As the World Turns.
no, we go. Michael Giacchino's score for Jurassic World. Uh, that was a track called As the World Turns. Now, um, you know, it had nothing, I don't think, of the style and pacing and sheer originality of uh, Spielberg's uh, first film, which probably won't be matched in, in those terms because it was a big surprise. We'd never seen anything like it. Uh, and this film just kind of pumped it up to 11. It went to 11 but was by far and away up until that point in the year the biggest film uh, yet. Uh, that was in June. Uh, there was Minions, of course, which was massively popular. Uh, I don't think there's enough Minions pictures on the internet, frankly. Uh, could you do some more, especially on Facebook? Uh, one of the ones actually I enjoyed in June was Electric Boogaloo, the wild untold story of Canon Films. Now, if you know about Canon Films in the 80s particularly, they were a mainstay. They made um, terrible, terrible films with Chuck Norris and uh, remakes of uh, their Israeli comedies like uh, Lemon Popsicle and Last American Virgin. They even uh, got the rights to Superman at one point and made Superman 4, The Quest for Peace. They really had no idea how to make good films. They were absolute con men. But if you're of a certain age, there's a certain nostalgia about that and uh, I'd have a look at it. I think it might even be on Netflix, Electric Boogaloo, the wild untold story of, of canon films. So uh, we're going to go into a break in a moment. We're going to go completely different and I'm going to play you a bit of music by Carter Burwell, the great Carter Burwell, who wrote the score for Mr. Holmes, which was uh, a rather um, pleasant, actually, shaggy dog story of a film about, an, uh, about the ageing Sherlock Holmes. It's not like we needed any more Sherlock Holmes, really, but uh, we got one and it wasn't kind of exciting and thrilling. It was a, um, a slow burn, really, with... Um, Ian McKellen as Holmes, who does very well playing him kind of old and even older, which is quite clever, really. Um, but the score was rather pleasant. And uh, so I'm going to play you the end credit music now. Then we're going to break. And that's pretty much it. We just got uh, one or two more things to clear up before we finish.
Carter Burwell score for the rather overlooked, I have to say, Mr. Holmes, Bill Condon's film uh, about the ageing Sherlock Holmes. Right, we have a break. One more film after that, and then it's all over. You can all go home, all right? New ice cream, fruit parfait. Cool, exciting, sophisticated, special. Specially made for you. New fruit parfait. Look for the fruit parfait girl now. Kevin Markwick. 105 Uckfield FM. Okay, that's pretty much it. Uh, So that's the first half of 2015 taken care of. Next week, excitement abounds. Ant-Man, Inside Out, Man from Uncle, Everest, The Martian, Suffragette, Macbeth, Lady in the Van, Steve Jobs, Hunger Games, Bridge of Spies, Carol the Good Dinosaur, and of course Star Wars The Force Awakens, which takes us to the end of the year. Now, uh, I'm going to finish the show with um, one of my absolute favourites of the year, The Western Slow West, directed by John McLean, uh, actually shot in New Zealand, starring uh, Michael Fassbender, Cody Smith-McPhee. It's a lean, mean Western with uh, a real kind of lots to learn anybody could learn from that film it's it's a sprightly 84 minutes no fat on it at all and definitely one of the best films of the year and uh, actually one of the best scores of the year by jed kurzel so that's it i'll see you next week hopefully if i uh if i haven't put you off too much this uh, uh tonight anyway i love you all bye mm-hmm.